After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. So we're going back in the past, and we're talking about a show today that was number three sitcom of all time. And this is recent. Rolling Stone said that this was the number three sitcom of all time. And then number five out of the top 100 TV shows of all time. We're talking Seinfeld. The greatest beatboxing intro for a white show that I've ever seen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The well, just to touch on the the music thing, you think back with most sitcoms that always had, you know, like uh, uh, what is it? I can't remember what this is from. I know a bunch of them. Um, Show me that smile again. Don't yeah. waste another minute on your crying. On your crying. Yeah, what is we, that? Is that Growing Pains? Technically, is that, or is that what? What's Perfect Strangers? Sometimes you dream generic white music. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess like Sorry. the Seinfeld, it was it was different because for it was the like time, two seconds. Yeah. So just real quick to like kind of say when this came out, like Seinfeld started airing on NBC July fifth, nineteen eighty nine. So you have all these other sitcoms that are coming out at the time that have this, and I can't remember based off of the first episode. I, it did have the soundtrack, but it had Jerry doing stand-up. Yes. So Jerry would come in, do the stand-up in the beginning. That bebopping music would be under him doing that. But an interesting fact is that bebopping music is different each time. It is not the same song every time they play it. If you listen, they always add something additional onto the song for each episode. Really? Yeah. I had no idea that that... That they actually did that. <laughs> That's crazy. One episode had voices and they had to cut that out. It was like, squeeze out. Yeah, like that. yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember and that. They, and they got rid of that after that. Yep, yep. Because Jerry liked it and the writers were like, uh, no. <laughs> and they got rid of Not the writers, but the producers were like, yeah, this is this is not okay. So well, this like, was well. definitely, I'll say right off the bat, um, and just to go further uh with you know kind of the history this was not a show and as much as they want to say it the producers were not 100 percent with this this was a show for writers and strictly because they had so uh the creators were jerry seinfeld and larry david and larry david was known to have a ridiculous temper with meeting with execs and and whatnot i think one of the memories that they had of larry david was one of his stand-ups where he's telling the jokes and he kind of misstepped and he basically just told the audience to go fuck themselves yes larry (laughs) david did do that because do you know what show he started on snl saturday night he wrote on snl but it was before that it was another friday nights friday nights or something like that that's where he met michael richards on Friday nights. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it was a sketch comedy show similar to SNL, but it didn't, I think it only lasted a season, right? Yeah, it didn't last that long. He had that fantastic fro. Oh yes. my God. <laughs> There's only two white dudes who had a perfect fro, and it was him and Bill Waddon. Oh, sorry. 
Oh, Bill Warden. I forgot him. Number three, the trifecta. Or Ronald McDonald. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, that's a perm. Yeah, Is it? Ronald perm. McDonald, that's say, more that's of a not, perm. That's not, that's not real. That's not natural. Yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah, sure? Yeah. Positive. Oh, we're sure. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Ronald has. There's some product in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, Fry grease. Fry grease. Fry so grease. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Larry David wrote for SNL for only one season. He only he said he only got one sketch shown, and then basically told he did meet a couple of the writers that would end up. At least I know one of the writers that would end up writing for him on Seinfeld, and he was actually the one that took where uh, Elaine is dancing. Supposedly that dance is based off of Lauren. Well, Lauren Michael, I guess, danced like that. Really? Like that? They no didn't... one like he danced like. What is it? Like no one like if a person never knew what dancing was, that's what that's what they kind of uh, explained it as when Elaine was dancing. But that's what the writer said is like, you see Lauren Michael dance back in the 70s. That's how he danced. They didn't think that that was going to do her any favors. That episode was the Little Kicks episode. Yeah, Little Kicks. (laughs) And Elaine doing that dance, they thought that that was going to kill Julia Louis-Dreyfus career. And it what? didn't. No, it yeah. kicked it up. Well, she wasn't even an original. No, female. No. It was. It was supposed to be a waitress named Claire. Yep. Who worked at the coffee shop? But she was redoing her lines as they were like acting, and Larry David was like, "Fuck this, get her out of here." The first episode, actual episode, aired 1989. But I think this pilot episode had had come out, and that waitress was going to be a prominent character, but she was hard to work with. She was changing the lines. They didn't pick her contract up because of yep. that. So. Yeah. NBC only ordered four episodes. I saw an interview with Jason Alexander. Or yeah. it was, and technically, and technically, this was supposed to be a one-off. This wasn't even supposed to be a full series. It was just supposed to be a special. Yep. That's that's all that it was supposed to take. It was supposed to take place one time in Saturday Night Live slot. And that was it. But it was called called the comedian. Yeah, because ultimately what it was, was well when they pitched the idea for the show, it was supposed to be not so much a show about nothing. But how does a comedian get his material? That's why you always hear Jerry commenting in the beginning of each episode on something that's going on within the show or at the end because he's picking up the material from his friend. Jerry was was starting to get hot in the 80s and he just did a HBO special, I believe. Yep. He was actually on a sitcom before Seinfeld too. Benson. Benson, which was fucking wild because they fired his ass. Yes, they did. After (laughs) After like three episodes and he didn't in an interview, he said he didn't know he was fired until he went in to work, and they told him, "Yeah, you're fired." In which was also <laughs> a Seinfeld episode where George got fired and ended up still coming in. There. Yeah, <laughs> but he was pretending like he was. He knew, yeah, right? Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, oh wait, I'm yeah. not supposed to be here." But well, Larry David, that actually happened to Larry David too, where he said he oh. got fired. And he he just pretended like it never happened the next day. He was like, <laughs> I got fired. Like, I don't I don't recall that happening. Like, who has the balls to do something like that? You know what I'm saying? Like to go into a place and be like, I the I don't ju- he was set up. I think it was set up to where he thought the job was so inept that they would just forget. Like they would. Yeah. <laughs> they were so comically just fucked up as far as how they ran their business that they would just simply forget. So he was trying yeah. to bet on that. 
Yeah. But back to Jerry Seinfeld getting hot. It was after that special, I think on HBO, he said that his own agent basically sent a handwritten note to one of the NBC executives saying that, hey, call me crazy, but wouldn't it be cool or, you know, wouldn't it be funny if, you know, if this guy, Jerry Seinfeld, my client, had his own sitcom, his own show. And at the time... In L.A., the Comedy Store was a big place to go, and comedians were getting picked up for sitcoms, especially in the late 80s, early 90s. That yeah. was the golden ticket. You get a sitcom, and you are golden. And a lot of these comedians, they all came from the same spot, which was the Comedy Store. And Eddie Murphy. Yep, Eddie Murphy. Yep. Richard Pryor. Do you know whose mother owned that store? Yeah, Polly Shore. Mitzi. Polly Shore, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Polly Shore, Polly Shore talked about how, you know, meeting Richard Pryor and having to sleep backstage and seeing all these great comedians come back there. And You uh, would think it would rub off, but <laughs> it did not. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Biodome beat was an Oscar-worthy performance. <laughs> Oscar-worthy performance. Encino, man. What are you talking Encino. about? Oh, Polly Shore. Or, you know what, man? A goofy movie. He was great in that. Look at this. The Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. that was great, dude. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that was that was your golden ticket. If yeah. you got a sitcom and the producers and everyone, they, they loved Jerry. They just didn't know how to use him. So yes. then Jerry got in contact with Larry David, mm -hmm. who then they started creating this special, which then turned into the, con you know, uh, a comedy show, a sitcom. And that's how Seinfeld was born. Most of the characters that are in this series are actually based off of people. Well, Jerry being Jerry, yeah. who also he even says like when he first started, everyone knew Jerry Seinfeld was a terrible actor. Like mm -hmm. he is, I'm sorry to say, like he's not a good actor. So they had he's to Jerry find, and everything. Yeah. He's He's Jerry. He, he's Jerry in the B movie. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. Jerry in the B movie. Damn, I, too quick on the draw. I was just about to say that. He's Jerry in the B movie. Yeah. Jason Alexander. So they were looking for a character, his buddy. They originally were thinking Larry David. He read for the part, but that did not end up working out. And Larry David did not want to be in front. He wanted to focus on the writing. And they went through a bunch of people. I know Danny DeVito was one. Steve Buscemi. Yep. There was a list of, you know, who are now A-listers in Hollywood yeah. that had tried out for that role. But the person that had gotten it was Jason Alexander to play the character of George, who was based off of of Larry David. There was that yes. whole thing that came out that... Well, here's something interesting about that. So, Jason Alexander did theater at the time. So, when he did... But when he did go to read for Seinfeld, he loved the script. And he didn't think Seinfeld would have a shot. He did not think it would have a shot at all. Yeah, he had gone in there thinking that he already knew he wasn't going to get it, but he was going to try to get like a different role in it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He was not sure that it was going to take off. The other thing about that, George has so much shit around him. The actual Costanza sued them. Yeah, this was after the series was over, correct? Because they said he didn't have a case because the actual, uh, I, it was, okay, so he tried to sue them saying that George Costanza was based off of him. I believe it was after the show, but the uh, time frame as to when it happened, when the character was created, and to when he sued, 
which is statue of limitations. Yes, that's what the judge said. It was statue of limitations, so he couldn't actually sue for it. So they threw the case out of court, and Jerry Law, because that is actually one of Jerry Seinfeld's. He was one of Jerry Seinfeld's good friends. Yeah, because what ended up happening was is the guy's argument was George is bald, I'm bald. George is stocky, I'm stocky. George and I both went to Queens College with Jerry. George's high school teacher nicknamed him Can't Stand You. So did mine. George had a thing about bathrooms and parking. So do I. That was his argument. Well, his last name was Costanza, too. Yeah, yeah, can't stand you. Can't stand you. Because, man, it's so many episodes that I could point out that were great. The one where they hook Elaine up on a date and the dude took his dick out. That was the first episode in which they actually, there were so many firsts on this episode. They talked about masturbation first in the contest. This one. I think that's uh, where the show kind of took off after that. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, I believe, cited that that was the episode where things kind of took off. Yeah. Was that season five or season four? Because season might have been four. Yeah, season four had the long, and the other thing too is like every character had their own arc throughout. Like if it was, Larry David wanted to make sure that every character had their own story, even if it intertwined with other characters and whatnot, everyone kind of had an arc yes. in a sense. The, one of the rules that, actually I was going to bring this up real quick, one of the rules Larry David had was he famously instituted a policy of no hugging, no learning, meaning that the show <laughs> must avoid sentimentality and moral lessons. They He didn't want the characters to grow and learn from their mistakes, which then in turn, you have the series. And it makes sense then with the whole series finale, because to say the least, a lot of people were not happy with uh, the ending of that show. No, they didn't. And that's why I said earlier, they had to do like a makeup on the Larry David show where they had to do like a, a reunion and they brought Michael Richards back and George developed that bathroom app that I think would be fantastic in real life. The, <laughs> that would be great to know where all the perfect bathrooms are at, like rest yeah. stops and stuff like that. I'm a, I, yeah, that would be fantastic. So they had to do that makeup because a lot of fans felt like that was a big F you uh, the last official episode. And to me, it made sense. Like the thing is, is that, you know, if you know now what happened, but it's like people weren't going to know that then. So, yeah, it kind of was a slap in the face. These people. So you have after Seinfeld and just real quick, you have other shows that have kind of done the same thing in a sense. One in particular, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. That yes. is a show about nothing. Yeah. And I like that. I, lo I love Always Sunny. It was described as Seinfeld yep. on crack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, other shows have tried it, too, and, and have not always worked. But, like, when you do it right, like, Seinfeld was the beginning, of, beginning, I think, an end for me of sitcom television. Like, at least, well, not the beginning, but the end well, of sitcom is television funny? for Isn't me. Isn't that sitcom? Nah. No, it's not a. That's it's more not in front of, of a, a live studio audience. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So Seinfeld, you would go as far as to, I don't know, man. Well, because the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> you put that in there just to fucking piss me off. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say Seinfeld. Seinfeld up your fucking ass, man. Seinfeld <laughs> ended in '98. 
Are you all right? Oh, no, I'm fine, fine. Serenity now. So you had sitcoms going on around that time. Yes, John, but were... don't you understand? When I say it's done, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, no, I, there's a little gray area there. Darman Greg, maybe? Actually, oh, God, you know what? No. I will say... Maybe Drew Carey show. And oh yeah, I love the Drew Carey show. Well, Drew Carey show is good. Well, yeah. it's when just I like it. really, it's really fucking hard for me. Like, you know, it's you're waiting for the character to say their their famous line, or uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, well, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, the tall dipshit that says Bazinga all the time. That's oh, his Sheldon. line, and, and people are just like, oh, Bazinga. Toe and a Half Man was probably the last one where it, like everybody just love that sitcom like yeah and then fucking i didn't but i i was not i i liked it when it first came out okay. when it first came out sure. it was okay but then after a while it just started to go so i fucking hate it all <laughs> i know you that's did. why was, i was gonna say like seinfeld for me too i was never really i just was never really big into sitcoms i was too young to get it it wasn't until yeah. my sophomore year of high school when it like two years after it went off, like in 2000. And actually one of my teachers showed me the, it mm -hmm. was her sneaky way of watching Seinfeld, but she wanted to kind of like indoctrinate us. So she used it as a way of creating a, an assignment around a Seinfeld episode, which was the last episode because the new law at the time coincided with that episode of, Oh, the, uh, morality. The, uh, law. Good Samaritan. Good Samaritan. Good Samaritan. And, it was like a morality class so she tried to like coincide it with an assignment and you can tell she was just a, a huge fan of Seinfeld so that's actually when I started to really start watching because I, I finally started getting it so later, so it was yeah. one way it was like alright <laughs> we're watching TV in class so whatever it is is a break from doing actual work and then you actually yeah. started watching it I did at least and it was like okay I gotta do this for a paper and it was like wait now that I'm paying attention to it, I'm finding myself laughing more than being bored. And I'm like, oh, this yeah. is actually kind of funny. I get it now. Well, you had a cool teacher because most of my teachers. Didn't I didn't know she show was cool at the time. Shit. Elementary school was where I was. I had fun because we would watch Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Motherfucker. So. See, elementary you school. guys had fucking like we watched shit that's from like the, the 80s. And, like, uh, I'd have to watch it, like, in summer school. It, literature, like, these little movies. It was a literature class, and the guy was showing fucking movies. <laughs> Are you all right? Oh, no, I'm fine, fine. Serenity now. But he was, like, fat. He had a, uh, what is it, uh, one of those mil... It's always a fat guy with you, Aaron. Big fucking mustache. And he would show these terrible 80s movies of of these books and it's just like, you know, it, it he's punishing us. He thought it was hilarious because he knew how much we hated him. This is elementary school? This is No, this is not this is high school. In elementary oh. school, oh. we had to watch all the fucking Jesus movies, little cartoons, like the one where Jesus is talking to Peter and he is like Peter's like you've you've come. Yes. I've come. <laughs> that's just like the really awkward spacing in that animation where literally the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ just came in his pants. Anyways, yes. Seinfeld. I have come. <laughs> yes. Okay. 
I have come. Come. <laughs> Good Lord. How are you having that? I, I went to Catholic school and we didn't even have it that bad. I don't understand. Yeah, that's what I'm oh saying. What, you, you, they were showing you that in elementary school? In a public elementary school? Oh, no, no. I, was, I went to uh, Lutheran school. Wow. Oh, that's right. That's right. There you go. Yep. German, Lutheran. What the fuck was that? I have rats. Ugh, uh, really? No, I don't know. Someone was moving Honestly, around. Well, you I got a cat, but... That hey. bitch, it, she is sprawled up on my bed right now. Fucking legs wide open. Well, I was going to say, like, just to touch more on, like... So that was kind of the beginnings of Seinfeld. Seinfeld ended up lasting nine seasons. Jerry was approached to do... And approached everyone else to do a tenth season where it would have made them, I think, $110 million dollars. Each, oh, like, wow. they were going to do episode... I forgot what the price tag was, because at, at the end, they were doing an episode for a million dollars each. Well, did um, you know that as of now, or as far as I saw in an interview with Jason Alexander, he said that they, you know, the Elaine... Well, not Elaine, but the Jason Alexander, Michael Richards, and... Sam? Julia, Julia on, louis no, no, <laughs> Jonathan, I was getting to that him, speed bump. Let him do it. Let him do it. Go ahead, buddy. He has to learn. According to <laughs> Jason Alexander, hold on, I'm going to do this right. According to Jason Alexander, in an interview, he said he, Michael Richards, and Julie Louis. God damn it! <laughs> Are you all right? Oh no, I'm fine. Fine, serenity now. Julia Louis. Louis. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Louis. Julia Louis. Julia Louis Dreyfus. All right, let's do this again. I got my line. All right, according to Jason Alexander, in a oh my god, this is terrible. According to Jason Alexander, in an interview, he said that. Julia Louis Dreyfus, Michael Kramer, Michael Richards, God damn Michael it. Richards. Oh <laughs> man, so close, so close. <laughs> hey, I want to. So there was a. I know he's. I'm just gonna. Yeah, yeah he's taking a minute. He's having a tantrum. Somebody else fucking say it then. I I wanted to bring up. They don't get residuals. God damn it! Only Jerry and fucking Larry get residuals. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't oh, get yeah, any syndication. That's whack. Exactly. Yeah, they should have gotten that. Yeah, they should get because what, for that. like what I had said to you, Jonathan, real quick, and then uh, I'll I'll let you uh, speak your piece because I keep interrupting you. But that the whole point, like Jerry could not act. Yeah, those people. Uh, what is it? Jason Alexander, Julia Louise Dreyfus. I, I know I fucked it up, but I'm just gonna keep going with it. Uh, and Michael Richards. <laughs> um, they were the ones that helped Jerry Seinfeld they made him look like a good actor which in turn yeah. if you have a good actor acting with you you're going to be better yes so yeah, actors are important well yes i remember i apologized i apologized to those actors out there the thing the whole thing is is that you need to learn your lines first and then deal with the emotion of what is being said a lot of actors only do it one way or the other and um you know what? No, no, fuck that. It, it's still, you shouldn't be idolized for acting. Whoa. I'm sorry. Oh, backtracking. That was the wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> so they are worth the money. That's what you're saying. The show was so popular because I wanted to bring this up. Yep. 
there was going to be a Jackie Childs spinoff. And unfortunately, that fell through. In 1999, they were going to have their first spinoff, The Jackie Childs Show, with Phil Morris, who played the Cochran-esque lawyer on there. And I loved him on there. Is oh, that yeah. Jackie Childs who told you to put the bomb on the list? <laughs> yeah. Put the bomb on. Yeah, who told you to put the bomb on? Put the bomb on. Put the bomb on. So ultimately, what happened was his, the pitch was going to find Jackie Childs as the only black lawyer in an all-white firm, but the plans fell apart. So unfortunately, it's something that holy shit that would have been hilarious. Oh, I would have loved this. Fucking and hilarious. Then, that guy is incredible. Yeah, I like Phil Morris. He actually played Martian Manhunter in a show called Smallville. So yep. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jerry turned down ten million for a tenth season of Seinfeld. What was ten million? I thought it was a hundred and ten. Oh, I, you know what, man? That you are correct. A hundred and ten million. That's yep. what it was. Well, Jason yeah. Alexander like, said halfway through the ninth season, they huddled up like around December or New Year's, and as a cast, they were just like, "Man, this is it." The characters, I think we pretty much did everything we could to them as far as like putting them in every conceivable situation. And the, he also said Jerry at that point was kind of burnt out. Yeah. And the thing, too, is, is that he doesn't really have to work again. The only other yeah. thing that he did after this, other than comedians getting coffee in cars or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, man. It. Hey, 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 hey. The other thing, too, I didn't really want like. Oh, he was in top five. Did you see Top 5 with Chris Rock? I did see that. Was, I don't remember he him was, being in there. Jerry was in that. Jerry was oh. at the end. He was at the end at the strip club when he was talking about his top five rappers. <laughs> oh. So Jerry was in that. <laughs> well, like Jason Alexander has done some things here and there, like small movie roles, sitcoms here and there. Michael Richards still isn't working since, yeah. what, 2006? I like the fact that Larry David's actual roommate was the inspiration for, for Kramer. Kramer. Yeah. Because his real name is Kenny Kramer. Yep. He was interviewed, I think, on the same DVD box set yes. thing. Yeah, we watched yes. the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And he looks wild. Yep. Yeah, he's exactly like he's a comedian, and he's exactly what what was being said about Kramer. Like Larry Davis said, do not get this guy involved in the show. Because the moment you do it, he's going to take it over. And lo and behold, that's what happened. He did the <laughs> Kenny Kramer Kramer tour because Kramer did a tour on the, oh, the yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. And he, he actually did it in real life. Like, these are all the spots that I hang out with, hang out <laughs> in. And he was like, you know, they got my character right because, you know, I have a high sexual prowess and all this. And Jesus it, Christ. Yeah, it, it was crazy, <laughs> man. Like, this guy is off the wall bonkers, man. But... Larry Davis said it. He said that's what it was because they originally Kramer's name was going to be Kessler. Yes, and, I remember and, that. Uh, yep. yep. Jason Alexander yep. does stand up. Jason Alexander does? Yeah, yeah. It started off around 2013 or 2014. He had a basically, he was trying to get work for a long time. And yeah. like Michael Richards, the casting directors only saw him as George Costanza and he started getting frustrated because every time he would almost get the part he was they would say well we don't want to cast you not because you're not you're not a good actor but we only see George he's like well typecast yeah he's like well don't you want your movie to be associated with a character that has a you know a following 
So as a joke, you might remember this, he started wearing a toupee just for laughs and to like stick it to those casting directors or anybody that he was trying to audition to. Like, well, you only see Costanza. Well, I don't look like him now. So that spawned him to actually do a stand-up routine to kind of make fun of himself. And he said, and then eventually he started headlining in Las Vegas. It's called Jason Alexander and his hair. That's what it was called. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, man. So, and I like he also did. And he was uh, also in the did. producers. He was yes. in the producers. He was also in the Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yes. Uh, yep. That so, was uh yeah. That was recent. Just to touch on Julie Louis Dreyfus, the Veep other show like she had her own sitcom for a little bit too veep was big now she's in the marvel uh cinematic universe. in the marvel verse oh yeah. my god adventures <laughs> with old christine was that the sitcom uh, uh the new adventures of old christine yep. yeah which i liked i thought that was good for her to break out of from the elaine character for a little she's the only one who's been able to find really good steady work yep oh she's uh, hilarious but she yeah. also says in interviews like she's really a an actor she's not really a comedian she said it herself like you know she's good at being funny she's a comedic actor basically yeah yeah there's so much to unpack with seinfeld everyone has a favorite episode i was gonna say everyone has a favorite character too it's like you know we're not gonna be able to touch on too much but like you know jerry stiller that's in that ben stiller's father who plays george costanza's father john randolph was originally cast as frank costanza and then got replaced he got replaced after the the next season by jerry stiller oh okay yeah, it was the same thing with uh, Jerry Seinfeld's, the guy that Dad, played Jerry Seinfeld's yes, father. that's true. He only lasted an episode, and then they replaced him, and then he just continually said, and th- there was only one mention of Jerry having a sister in one episode. It was never brought up again. I don't even remember that one. Putty. Banya. Banya was on there. That was Jerry's competition. That's go, Jerry, go. <laughs> oh, Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah. He was on there too. Yeah. He played the uh, dentist. That like, became Jewish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. So he, I think he just became Jewish for the jokes. So these are a couple uh, little facts. Nothing too crazy. Did you know producer and director Steven Spielberg once commented that the film, well, I heard about this. Uh, while he was filming Schindler's List, he was like ridiculously depressed. People kind of helped him out. The stories of George Lucas, you know, kind of talking to him and whatnot because it was the it's schindler's list you know it's uh not i don't know the movie beach party or or something like that um <laughs> but he got so depressed that he would watch episodes of seinfeld to cheer him up and it's funny because jerry had the schindler's list episode oh jesus you remember that <laughs> when he was dating this woman and in in the episode schindler's list came out he was dating this woman but he couldn't like be affectionate or he couldn't have sex with her in his apartment because at the time his parents was living with him because they had house had to get fumigated or for some reason they were out their house. So he, he was so sexually frustrated. He took his girl to the movies where Schindler's List was playing. And instead of like watching this intense movie, he started like making out with his girlfriend and Newman was in, in the audience just looking at him and just being angry. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hello, Jerry. Hello, Newman. The episode, like, uh, his parents kept saying to uh, Jerry, like, you got to see this movie. It's 
It's important. I remember it. Yep. It's oh, important. And then when he finally goes, he starts. He's just, making out with the woman. Yeah, the he's show. going. He's just fucking going to town. And Newman's, of course, Newman's is is in the audience, just like Newman, Newman. But yeah. So when you brought up Spielberg, I wonder if that had anything to do with Larry David writing that episode. I don't know. It could. It could have been an homage to Steven Spielberg because you know, just being in Hollywood, I figured uh, not. All Jewish people are friends in Hollywood, <laughs> but especially the fact that it was like Purdue. This stop it. No, that, that's not why I'm at uh, Castle Rock. You, you like temporarily which, cleaned it up, and then you like nah. Fine. <laughs> like yeah, you fuck you, it. They you all know meant each other. like actors or stars, Hollywood stars. Yeah, I got uh, just that. Gr- oh, uh, just a correction, real quick. It wasn't the original script was not called the comedian. It was called stand up. And it was uh, supposed to be, it was going to be a special, a 90 minute mockumentary about how stand up comedian writes his jokes, which that is, they were doing, I I don't know how many seasons they did it for where it would start off with Jerry doing a comedy bit and then Mm -hmm. it would go to the episode. So I think in that they kind of determined, okay, this is, it's still how a comedian gets his jokes because he's telling the joke that the episode I thought was based around. If I remember correctly, yeah, pretty they, much. Yeah. They, they stopped doing that after a certain season, and I can't remember which one. I thought maybe it was season five or season six. They stopped doing that. Yep. Hey, yep. I was going to ask you okay, throughout the whole thing, did you ever get the feeling, and maybe they can, maybe because they're, you know, it's Seinfeld, Elaine, George, Kramer, like all these people. Do you ever think, like, I always thought they took themselves way too fucking seriously, and it's just like, but. Don't they have the right to that? They're like the greatest fucking sitcom TV show around. Well, some could say it was Friends, but then you're a fucking moron. Serenity now! Serenity now! (laughs) Seinfeld comes in number one over Friends any day of the week. If you want to be honest, I I would go as far as to say Living Single comes over Friends. If I'm being brutally honest. You know, my thing is, is that with Seinfeld... I don't know if they took themselves too seriously, but I do know that Michael Richards was very serious when it came to recording. He was completely opposite of his character. Everyone else would have a bad case of the giggles. He would get angry and frustrated when they kept doing bloopers. Yeah. Yeah, when you when you actually watch the bloopers, you could see the frustration mount yeah, yeah. in his eyes yeah. and it's like couple times where he's like okay come on let's let's be serious yeah yeah you know where everyone is fucking la- the what is it the showrunner like because seinfeld wrote a lot of the episodes as well he was laughing and he would be telling the creators yeah. to stop laughing but that's just how fucking funny the show was and he was i will yeah. say 100 percent michael richards the kramer character was extremely talented oh yeah but you know yeah and this is where you kind of go into well what do you think do you think do you separate the you know the artist from the art i think so i mean they brought came they they brought michael richards back for a quote-unquote finale within a finale on the larry davis show it's fucking amazing it was so fucking funny. It yeah. fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and genius so, how they did that. And it's great, man. Like I I liked watching Seinfeld because each episode was so fucking random that it bordered on surrealism. 
but yeah, all these, all these side characters, all these different like topics that came up that had, there was no consistency throughout the season except for season four, which I found always strange, but also very like different. I, I didn't want an ongoing story. You, you had friends where it's like yeah, Rachel and Ross, will they, won't they? Who gives a fuck? Well, and, and Chandler it, and Monica, will they, won't was they? Was it Ch- Chandler and Monica and who gives a fuck? And then <laughs> Joey and who, whoever. Rachel. Rachel at one Rachel, point. who gives a fuck? It's funny, I remember <laughs> all this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don, you give a fuck, I guess. <laughs> well, I remember they made people made fun of that because they were just bouncing around. The characters were bouncing around each other, like, just boning each other. I would have respected that show a lot more if they had just probably ended it at season four, where there were multiple stories with Seinfeld that it was always different, it was always fresh, and they would make sure 100% that they weren't redoing something that they did, where Friends didn't do that. That's why Friends is a terrible fucking show. (laughs) Well, Seinfeld had callbacks that, yeah, they might not have done the exact same joke, but they will introduce a character, and then later on they will use him again and call it back a little bit. What made him funny in the first place? Poppy, the poppy stain. They brought, you know, yeah. that episode. I'm not going to try to do the the accent, but it was hilarious. The Italian accent. Uh, oh, the poppy. Oh, anyway, I, no. <laughs> oh, I did it anyway. Well, they brought him back. <laughs> that scene, that episode where the the doorman and. The guy that was playing the doorman was friends with Larry David, if I'm not mistaken. They were also trying to possibly have him be George. I'm pretty sure. Oh, just like you guys. I'm going to echo what you guys were talking about earlier. Like nobody, including the cast members, did not think this shit was going to work. They always thought that they were going to get canceled. Yeah, Jason Alexander said... He was asked, like, do you think that this is going to make it? And he's like, no, it's not because this is a TV show for me. (laughs) Like for kind of the people that are like me. He was 30 at the time when he got casted. And he was like, and I don't watch TV. And it's like, exactly. Old people and married couples watch TV or sitcoms. Like after season, like when season four was over and that was the breakout season and then you go into season five, this was like a uh, water cooler show that you would have to talk to people, you know, in the office. If you hadn't seen the show before, you were kind of screwed. Well, weren't the writers taking, they were taking... Okay, so after season five, or not after season five, season five, because season four was the breakout season. The storyline, they actually had a coherent storyline. Jerry's trying to sell the pilot to NBC. And then season five came out. They started taking stories from the writers. And of course, you would have to get it approved by Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld. And that's when they just started taking random ass stories from these people and doing every episode. It was literally a show about nothing and yes. that's what made it so good because these experiences a lot of them were ridiculous what uh, the one that i watched yesterday was the cockfight oh the little yeah Jerry. little Jerry. little Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> just like the rant I, I, something like that probably happened to one of the writers where they you know saw a cockfight and they were how ridiculous it was and then george because yeah, there's always a tamale guy at yeah. a fucking cockfight whatever and um but yeah a lot of those writers like yes seeing as how we saw basically the same documentary they would have to go through a process 
and usually you would want to do it when Jerry and Larry were both in the room. Because yeah. if you sold it to Larry and then Jerry saw it afterwards, sometimes Jerry would be like, no, we've already, you know, I, I'm pretty sure we've already done something like that. And Larry's yeah. like, hmm, yeah, I think so. I can't, I'm not even going to try to do an impression of Larry David. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to do Larry David's voice because it's high, but it's... Larry Davis' voice reminds me of Judge Doom off of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where it's that high. Like, remember me, Eddie? Like, <laughs> so, so I, 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 I know what you're talking about because the thing with Jerry and I like and it, Jerry was bold because Jerry did one of my favorite episodes was the the Puerto Rican episode. Where they had the Puerto Rican parade. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the one that they don't show anymore. Why? Yeah. Well. So Puerto Rican coalition, were they were hanging outside of the NBC studios when yeah. it aired. And it only, as far as I know, it only aired once and it is not in syndication. That's interesting because yeah. I know Jerry went over that the Puerto, so the Puerto Rican coalition and they had protesters come out because Kramer was stomping the Puerto Rican flag because mm-hmm. it caught on fire. And that's when they had the two guys that were gay on there like, who's stomping the flag? And he was like, do you know what day this is? Because I know what day this is. He knows what day this is. They know what day it is. So I was wondering if you knew what day it is. And Kramer was like, I only got one thing to say to you, boys. And that's when he took off running. <laughs> and he starts running down the street. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the funny thing was... That's when uh, what's the name's car uh, got so banged up from the they they destroyed that car because Kramer was in it, and that episode did cause a lot of controversy. But I remember the writers were saying they told Jerry, "Hey, just leave it alone." Jerry went over there and actually talked with the protesters. That's why I said he was so bold at the time because Jerry just went above and beyond. When it came to finding out why people were the way they were, he went over there and spoke with the protesters and, you know, was trying to clear things up. And it, they thought it was going to turn into something dangerous, but it didn't. Uh, same thing happened with the Soup Nazi episode. Hmm. The guy who the Soup Nazi was based off of was so frustrated, so pissed off that they made fun of him that Jerry went there and he gave this really exaggerated oh i'm sorry i made you famous <laughs> like he went through this whole big thing and the writers and everybody when they went to go have lunch there they were scared because they knew this dude was going to be losing his shit so that's what i like about jerry like i said man he's like bugs bunny he just is well he a, has supreme a, confidence john like if yeah, you yeah, listen to his yeah. interviews like as funny as he is He's just as cocky or alpha male as Michael Jordan or some like a athletic yeah. star. Like, he, yeah, he knows he's funny. He'll tell you in a within a second. Like, yeah, I know I'm funny. Like, yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't surprise me at all. He's alpha male. It's just different because he's a comedian. Well, what are we then? Are we betas? I'm alpha <laughs> as fuck, bro. I'm alpha <laughs> as fuck. I don't know. I, I I've I've always that tickles me when people say that like oh man i'm alpha like how because <laughs> for me well, it's maybe like alpha male was the wrong maybe he's just confident how about that he's just confident maybe alpha male is the wrong yeah because i think 
No, I got what you're saying. Some people, yeah, I think he is cocky a little bit, even though he jokes about it. But I think he is cocky. Yeah, some, but his type of cockiness isn't the kind that makes people uncomfortable. Like no. he's the kind of cocky where he's just like, "Hey, I I know I'm funny, and <laughs> I can make you laugh if you just listen to what I have to say." His observation is 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 stellar. How he's been able to point things out and his delivery is great. It was uh, 76 million people watched, watched the last episode. The last episode? 76 I know, million. So when the last... I think it was ranked fourth all the time. Dang. When the last episode aired on May 14th, the TV Land Network, they had honored the occasion. They aired absolutely no programming. All it was was a still photo of a closed office door. Oh, wow. Yep. Because that's how big it was. Like, I remember, because we were old enough you know, to watch it. And I remember waiting for it to come on. This was like right before I, or close to seventh grade for me. So you watched the last episode when it came, when it was live, when it came out? Yeah, I was watching, my mom and I, we would watch it at, what is it? Almost every single episode for the last season. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's why it was so good. They picked these episodes with a fine tooth comb the character, the cast of characters that they ended up getting, the side characters, you know, the main four, the... That was the thing, too, that a lot of people had freedom on the set because all Jerry and Larry cared about was writing. That was it. The set designers, uh, the wardrobe, all of them had... They just did their thing, but it was a perfect team. The sets were great. They did a lot of outdoor shoots, too, but then, you know, they were even saying... it. With the apartment, it was hard to shoot in there because you only had a few areas that you could go to. You could go to the table. You could stand in the hallway, which was technically, I think they called it like the the Hall of Power or something like that. Or, oh. And they would also go into the bathroom or the area in the apartment or something, and they would huddle, and they would call that the Circle of Power. They had like some type of fucking power thing going on, but... You rarely see shots of his bedroom, as I can You recall, might see... Of the, Seinfeld's bedroom. You never... You might see a bed. I think that's it. Only one time when... Was it the episode where him and Elaine got together? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was like... It was an episode where George got in his head about rising to the occasion as far as like being able to get a heart on or to, yeah. to be good in bed and he I remember the last scene was him in bed with Elaine just looking at his dick like, motherfucker you let me down but I can't remember the episodes the only time I can remember him being in bed at his house but it's not important. It's just weird that, yeah, you didn't really see his bedroom. And the reason why they had that episode of uh, Lane and Jerry getting together is because they kept telling Larry David, it's like, well, that's that could be Jerry's, you know, love interest. Could be Elaine. And they were completely against it. They didn't want that to happen, so they did it as like a one-off, like, shut up. Here you go. This is how ridiculous this is. And that's why I loved Side because they went against everything that these fucking producers were telling them to do. Which yes. was just the typical shit. And the thing is, is that we wouldn't have the shows that we have now if they hadn't done that. So thank you, Larry David, and thank you, Jerry. And by Sam. the way, the way they did it was even tasteful to me. Yeah. The way they got together and the way they broke up. It was tasteful. It was like, okay, we tried it. Just like as if they were <laughs> writing it uh, for the producers. Like, hey, we're trying it. It didn't work. But hey, we're going to still be friends. No big deal. Because even... 
Julia Louis-Dreyfus said so in an interview that she was really one of the guys, but yeah. not really one of the guys. But yeah, it, she just happened to be a female. And I think that's why it worked so well. Yeah, I think you couldn't find like it just all the stars aligned with this show. Most sitcoms, and I pray to fucking God we don't do an episode on other sitcoms. If you want to do Big Bang Theory, Bazinga. I'm sitting out. Get someone else oh, to do well, it. No, I wouldn't. I would never do Big. No, Bang you know what? Theory. No, do it because then oh, the whole time I'm gonna be like, that's fucking stupid. Serenity now, serenity it's now. Be a no, no. Bastard. I had another one in mind uh, that I, I know you would like this one. Uh, we're definitely going to do Friends, right? I will be... Could I you will. be more enthusiastic? Hey guys, it's Aaron. Thanks for listening to our season finale of After School Special Podcast. We're going to be taking a little pause in order to get some sun and some rays and the cool ocean breezes. And we'll be back, don't you worry, for season two of After School Special Podcast. Bye! You think you could do me a big fave? Wherever you're listening to this right now, rate and subscribe. Find new episodes every Wednesday where you listen to podcasts and look for us on all the social media sites and Gmail at After School Special Podcast at Gmail, After School Special Podcast at Instagram and Facebook, and After School SPE3 on Twitter. Where literally the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ just came in his pants. Anyways, oh, yes. a Seinfeld.